Hello, and welcome to Drug Mythology. You go first. What? I am your co-host, Christian Madonna. And I am your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. Together we are co-hosts of Drug Mythology. And we just want to acknowledge the awesome poll results. Thank you guys so much for voting. It turns out Krampus is our winner. That's right, that's right. Thank you guys for participating in the democracy that is Drug Mythology. Your votes count. It, your votes counted. It, it was, was really close. It was, it was a down, tight race. Yeah, it was down to like one or two votes. So thank you guys so much for participating. We hope to do more of these contests in the future. That's right. That's right. We are totally going to do more contests. But, but congratulations, Krampus. C- congrats, Krampus. You have defeated all of your fellow... Uh, holiday icons. Holiday icons. They're... Holiday influencers. It's it's you. It's you and the big, the big fat man in the red suit. It's, and now the bloodbath begins. Well, yeah, Krampus won, so the bloodbath begins. Right. But this episode, we are doing a, we're starting off our story series with one of my favorite stories that I'm so excited to get into, Jason and the Argonauts. We are returning to our roots. We're going back. We're going back. We're going back to antiquity. We're going back to the To the dawn of time and sing this song with me. That's right. It's Jason and the Argonauts. Do, 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 do. 15, 40, Nine men and maybe one woman. Jason and the Argonauts gonna get that fleece. That's right. It's Jason and the Argonauts and the quest for the Golden Fleece. It's one of my personal favorite stories and I'm so excited we're finally getting to do it. They are the Avengers of Antiquity and it is fantastic. Literally, the who's who of Greek mythology is here. Yeah, if you got a demigod or a hero who's your favorite that's not in here, they're not a who's who. Like They weren't just existing at the same time. I'm sorry. And, and that's like a that's like a gray area of timelines. Yeah, this skews the timelines just to fit them all in. It's right. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This character is this great character's great grandfather. But like, he's in here. Hey, they're both in here. They're yeah, both Argonauts. You know Fuck what? It. Screw the rules and the points don't matter. So that is Jason and the Argonauts, and I'm so excited. The Avengers of Antiquity. Let go. Let's dive deep, deep down into them. So the quest for the Golden Fleece actually starts well before Jason is even born. Oh, yeah. No, this, this quest is one of the oldest uh, stories of myth of the hero's journey. Jason's uh, before uh, the Homer's Odyssey. It's before that. Right. It's, it's before the Trojan War. It's like, it's definitely like the, the time of heroes, antiquity. Definitely before any, like, modern history starts to come into it. And that's what's so good about it. Oh, yeah. So Jason's story, and uh, Jason's story is told by these various storytellers throughout time. Right. They gets rewritten and brought in because it's such a good story. And they just add to it as the time goes on for plays and, like, stories. Poems. Epics. Yeah. You can really kind of tell every person, every one of them left their mark. And, like, because Jason's, Jason as a character seems to really take, like, a 180 and just be completely different than and the Jason the, you knew. And it's the who's who of Greek mythology, and it's so good. Yeah, so some of the definitive, like, Jason storytellers, I mean, so Apollonius, he's one of them, he's, like, first, you know, early on in, like, 3rd century BCE. Ooh. You got Gaius Valerius Flaccus. That's <laughs> wait, sounds... wait, wait, wait. Gaius Valerius Flaccus. That's Roman. Jesus Christ. That's, All right. that's, that's in that AD timeline, <laughs> you know? That is a, that is quite an impressive name. You know he's Roman. <laughs> uh, and, and you got Euripides, and, and from Euripides you really get, like, the ending of oh, the Oh, I Jason know Euripides. Stories. I know Euripides from, like, um, AP Lit. 
No, yeah, I, I yeah, we read some of them. He's like a Greek poet, tragedy, that whole thing. He really did the tragedies before they were popular, you know. Yeah, so that that ties into the the Jason and the Argonauts story. Yeah, he really he really brings it to a horrible closing. Yeah, <laughs> it's right? tragic. It's, it's tragic as fuck. But let's just dive right down into it. Like, All right. Like, let's start start with this. Oh yeah. Um, like I said, Jason start or the gold the quest for the Golden Fleece actually starts with background knowledge. That's right. How the Golden Fleece came to be. That's just starts before Jason. It starts right. with the Golden Fleece. It's about the Golden Fleece, not Jason. Right. So the Golden Fleece actually starts on. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Okay. A famous who is the king of the city of Orcomenos. Or- Orcomenos. The, the, uh, Athamus, the king of the city of Orcomenos. Zeus is Christ. He's married to the goddess Nephele. Oh, and Nephele. Nephele. Yeah, Nephele. Athamus, king of the city of Orcomenos, is married to the goddess Nephele. And uh, he's they have got, two kids. They got two kids. They got Phrixus. And Helle, but here's the thing, he's like... I could use a hotter wife. I could use a young... Uh, you know, I've had this model for... A young for, piece. I could use a hotter, younger model. God, all all Greek kings are the same. So he's like, I'm Don't gonna... I know it. I'm like, gonna get a younger lady. Her name's gonna be Eno, and she is... She's second wife. Right, she's the second wife. She's the younger, hotter model, you know? And she, Eno came in hating Nephili's kids, because obviously, you know, the role of succession. Yeah, there are threats that, to That, like, throne. Lion King shit goes down, and there's, like, who's gonna be king? Eno wants her own kids to be king, but Nephili's kids are next in line. But we're talking about kings in succession, <laughs> as is tradition. Cue, uh... Uh, be prepared. <laughs> you better be prepared, because Eno had a plot. She had a plot that involved ruining all the plots of crops. Yeah, so, she poisoned the land so that their crops for the next year would be devastated. She was just like... I don't know how... Like, she maybe salted the earth, or like... E- Eno, Eno could pull some strings, because Eno was the daughter of Cadmus, and he was the most excellent king of Thebes, so... Oh, she was a princess of Thebes. So she, she was the princess of Thebes, and she's... <laughs> the she, most fortuitous city. And she be Theban. <laughs> she be Theban all up in the place. She be Theban, and and so the crops fail, and, uh, you know, uh, Athamas, the, the king of Orchomenos, is over here, and he's like, oh no, there's... My crops! My, my crops! My people will starve. There shall be discord and rioting. What? So what do you do when you have just nowhere to turn to? You're like, uh, it's the will of the gods. What do I do? Spin the wheel of fortune. You spin the wheel of profits. Ask yep. a prophet. Ask, ask your... a prophet. As we've learned from others. You ask a friendly neighborhood prophet what you should do. Right? So when you're in doubt, ask a prophet, you know? So this Eno was like, I'm going to get in on the ground floor. And while the messenger is coming back from the prophet, she actually pays him off to be like, hey, say that the only way to make the crops grow is to sacrifice one of my rival's children. No, sacrifice both of them for good measure. You know, you should, you should just... Just, just wipe the slate clean. You gotta sacrifice them both, or otherwise some cro- crops are gonna be craps. <laughs> the crops are gonna be craps. So she, like, hatches this nefarious plan and decides to convince the messenger. The messenger goes to the king and tells a story. So the king is like, yeah, that sounds good to me. You know, prophets and all, what can you do? Sound, sounds legit. Uh, so he's like, yo, Nephilus, let me sacrifice your kids. And, and Nephilus is like, yo, bro. Wait, wait, uh, so, so Nephilus... Nefeli wasn't no fool. She was. Mama ain't no. Mama ain't raised no Mama. god fool. 
Yeah, Mama ain't raising no fools. She knows that there is some some bad plays going There's on. Some Game of Thrones shit going on. And the uh, the evil stepmother, you know, is is in on it. And and she knows. And so Nephilim prays. She's like, "Help me, Hermes. You're my only hope, goddess of messengers, god. god of messengers and thieves." And ne- Nephilim, like, ne- Nephilim sometimes is a goddess, you know. Yeah, but Hermes is like, Hermes "Hey, is girl. Not. He's a god. Hey, girl, I got you." Just, just you know, go through with the plan, and Hermes has got your back. So, so Nephilim, Nephilim takes takes this advice into account, and she's like, "All right, I'm a trust in Providence. I'm a, I'm a send Phrixus, and I'm a send Helle to the sacrifice stone. I'm, I'm a let, I'm a let shit play as it yeah, will, fade as it and will." Yeah, I'm Hermes, a, take the wheel. Hermes, take the wheel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the gods play their cards. So as she's going to sacrifice them, like <laughs> Abraham style, Hermes swoops down and he's got a golden ram, right? That swoops down, picks up both Hele and Phrixus and flies them out of there, like peace style. And they're flying over the ocean. What can it be? It's just me. Like they're just going for it. And unfortunately... Helle loses her grip with her small, female, frail hands and falls into the ocean. Phrixus is fine. That that is just one way to think about it. But yeah, Helle falls off. The girl, of course, dies because you know Greek mythology. Oops. Hey, Uh. yo, what's up? So Phrixus is fine, rides the ram. Oh, but where Helle falls is actually renamed in her honor. Helle falls into the ocean and this is the unfriendly sea. This is like... As opposed to the friendly sea. This is like the eastern Bosphorus. But like, this is... The Pacific. This is... now? No, the friendly see the Pacific. This is hell. No, no. <laughs> this is Hell's Point, but you know the, the friendly modern, see the, the modern day Dardanelles. You know you're going you, you're going pretty far east. Right. So where she point. falls is actually the Dardanelles of now. It's, it was like the Hellespawn. It was it used to be Hellespawn. There we go. Right, but now it's the Dardanelles. If you want to like get all geographic with it, but anyway, Phrixus survives. He's the one we're following, not Hellas. She's fine. She's whatever. She's drowned. It's the end of Hellas. Story. Yeah. That's the end of that. So Phrixus lands on the island of Cocalus, right? Cocalus? Yeah, she ends on Colchis. He. He, he ends up on Cocalus. I, I got all the genders mixed up this time. He lands safely on the island of Colchis. Mm-hmm. And when he lands there, uh, the king actually like says, hey, what's up? Hey, Welcome, I'm Aedes. I see your golden ram here and your, your Hermes here. I see you descending from the skies and landing on my land. I imagine he's like Christopher Walken. Yeah. So forever picture Aedes as Christopher Walken, this story's going to be great for you. Yeah. I imagine he lands and he's like, hey, hey, Phrixus, hey, yo, what, what's up? I see you landing on this uh, this golden lamb. I'm really appreciative of that. I'm going to welcome you with open arms. And Phrixus is like, great. This uh, must be a good uh, omen here. Right. I'm going to sacrifice this golden ram who saved me from Hermes. Don't ask me why. Here we go. Oh. So he sacrifices it. <laughs> okay, Phrixus. Um, sure. Right, so he sacrifices it for Aedes. And so Aedes gets to keep the golden fleece, and he, like, hangs it out to dry in a nice fancy tree, guarded by a motherfucking dragon. Oh, yeah. A- Aedes is like... I'm going to protect this uh, fleece here. Uh, I'm going to put it in a sacred grove of Ares. And uh, I'm going to have a dragon protect it. Right? Because what's better a guardian than a dragon? No I, one. I mean, there. No, moving on. No better guardian. Final uh, argument. So, <laughs> Aedes is holding on the golden fleece. Most important part on Krakalos. I don't know. What's the word? What's the island? So, you fast forward a bit. And Phrixus uh, uh, there. Um, I guess he dies. I don't know. He's out I of the story. Fr- 
Frix is yeah yeah yeah. He's uh, not important anymore. Time loop, time travel. So basically, so, fast so forward. We, we're, on, we're we're in Iolcus, which is in, a different uh, place in uh, the region of Thessaly in uh, ancient Greece. Right. So we like cross the ocean or modern day Greece, I guess. Uh, it's also Thessaly. Right. So we cross the ocean. We're a different place, different nah, time. Maybe we cross a, cross a little bit of the Aegean, but it's not not much of an ocean. So basically, what happens? So uh, in in Iolcus, Iolcus in uh, Thessaly. Uh, the oh my king, god, Thessaly. The king Aeson uh, sends his uh, boy. Aeson. Aeson sends his boy Jason. You, you don't have to say it weird, just Jason. Sends his boy Jason. There uh, we go. Just a way to be raised because he fears for his life. Right, because he's got a scheming younger brother, um, Aeson does, named Pelias. Oh, wow. Uh, like, I, I thought he was a nephew. He's like nephew or younger brother. It's always like the younger. It's basically Lion King, you know, he, like yeah, Hamlet he, style. There's a younger. He's a usurpin of one step away from the usurpin relative. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's a younger, stronger, more nefarious model who takes over the throne from Aeson, which luckily he sent his son Jason away. And this is uh, Peleus. Right. Peleus is the one that usurps the throne. Yeah, but he sends Jason away, and he is raised on Mount Pelion, but by a centaur nonetheless. Yeah. What's the centaur's name? Chiron. Chiron, like the Pluto's moon, like the centaur that raised Hercules? That's oh, right. No. Oh, I thought that was Sharon. It's the same person. Okay, he's raised, but there's one centaur, guys. He's like the best centaur, yo. He's the he's most important centaur. Chiron, Chiron, yeah, he raises heroes. So he raises Jason up from baby infancy to adulthood, and Jason learns of, like, what happened in his kingdom, and like Simba, he's ready to go back, yo. Yeah, Jason grows Remember up. Remember who you are, Jason. Jason grows up in about a single Hakuna Matata song. Montage song. Watch the Lion King. Same fucking thing. It's the same thing because we we got time jump. Jason's a man and Jason's ready to take back the throne. Son of man, all time of all to see. So Jason is ready to take back the throne. Son He's... of man, in time a man you'll be. Right. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So he's walking up and he comes to like the Bering Strait of the Aegean where it's like, hey. Bumpy, bumpy. It's, it's the Bosphorus. Uh, maybe it's Bosphorus or something like that. Something. It's some sort of like strait or river that separates his two nations. He comes to it and there's he's like, I'm going to swim this channel. And there's this old woman there that's like, excuse me, young boy. Pardon me, boy. You're a young strapping man. Can you please help me cross the river? Jason's like, yeah, I, I guess. Right. So he straps on this woman like a backpack and off they go. He's swimming. He's like, damn. She's starting to get real heavy. But Jason, you know, this don't stop Jason. Jason's young. Jason's got that vigor. He's got that Michael Phelps dolphin DNA. He's ready to go. Jason's ready for some challenges, and he swims this old lady across across the river. Yeah, practically drowning along the way. He actually loses a sandal at one point, and he can't stop to pick it up. He's just like, you know what? Sandal gone. I'm a one-footed man. Let's do this. Have you ever swam with sandals? It's inconvenient. Oh my god, it's so hard. It's It's swimming with a shirt. It's so inconvenient. It weighs you down. If if you ever see anyone in medieval times wearing armor and swimming, they would just be at the bottom of the river. I know, you got your sandals. You gotta, like, clench your toes together. Oh, ugh, yeah, no, ugh. it's yeah. crimping my toes just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, crying. no, no, go, no, me gusta. So, so boy, Jason loses a sandal. Right, but it's a minor, it's a minor convenience because he does actually make it to the to the other end of the river, and he drops off this old woman who's like, "Thank you, my boy," and then turns in to the goddess Hera. 
Oh, so it's Hera time again. That's right. It is Hera time, but she's not here to, like, enact horrible punishment because Jason... You are not a bastard son of Zeus. And he's... And yeah, it's like, thank God. Thank Zeus. Finally, he's not a bastard of Zeus. Right? He's not an, Ill- an illegitimate child of Zeus, which is so unusual for a demigod at this point. So, Well, he's not really a demigod. He's just a hero, right? No, it's just so unusual for a Greek person at this point. It's like right? a 1% chance that Zeus He's is a hero father. who's not a Zeus-born demigod? Excuse our excitement, but oh my god, it's a one in a million. Well, he's he's fully mortal. Cut right, right. What? So Hera is all over his ass and being like, "I'm going to bestow upon you my favor for the rest of your life." And uh, you know, he's like, "Cool, I'm glad I transported the right old woman." Yeah, you know, there was like a lineup of you and I picked one and I just got lucky. It was 50-50 whether I'd take you across. And, you right. know, I'm glad that this turned out pretty nicely for Jason. Everything's, right? Everything's turning up Jason. Everything's coming up Jason. But the thing is, is that some places said that it was Athena that uh, actually was disguised. But I like Hera more so and you'll find out why later. Well, yeah. And it's just like Athena's more likely to grant you her favor. Hera, Hera usually hates you. Hera usually hates you. If, yeah. Like if you're, if you're a demigod hero, you're probably demigod you're probably a son of Zeus of some sort oh my god and Hera hates your ass just for existing exactly but I like the fact that's Hera for reasons that'll become later on so we're gonna stick with the fact that it was Hera but you might see it's like um, Athena who is also maybe mixed up in that but we're gonna stick with Hera for right now this shit fluid man it gets rewritten over course of history you know what ifs so basically Jason shows up on the island of Yolkis yes no, maybe. It's not. It's not technically not. Thessaly. But he shows up in Thessaly. He shows up in the city of Iolcus. And right, uh, and he strolls up with his one wet sandal and he, his bare foot. And he got, he got one sandal. He's got words. He's got words he, for the king. And he's got words for the king. And King Peleus. King Peleus. So unbeknownst Jason. Or his cousin. Unbeknownst to Jason, but beknownst to us, Peleus, Peleus was worried, so he went and got prophecy. As you what, do. That's what you do. You go you go to the oracle, you go to the prophets, you you, you get yourself you prophecy. You spin the wheel. Is it patricide? Is it a free t-shirt? Is it someone's going to kill you who's wearing a one sandal? Uh, obviously, you're going to be killed by a blood relation. Wearing one sandal, very you, specific. No less. Just one sandal. Right. Not two, not zero. One sandal. It's on the wheel of fortune of uh, prophecies there. And Peleus is like, shit, well, that's all these specific. So Peleus, Peleus knows what's coming. Right? It's like the Kill Bill sirens go off. It's like, beep, 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 And he's just like, oh, yeah, let let this person in. And this is like, Peleus, they got one sandal. And just, Oh, shit, this is the one. This is the one. The one that will do me in. Everyone, stewards, everyone, this is what we've been preparing for. Right, but Peleus plays it cool, right? He doesn't want to let anyone know that he's onto the prophecy. So he's like, hello, welcome, relation of mine I've never met. How's it going? And Jason's like, yo, you stole the throne. I want it back. Yeah, Jason's like, listen, this listen. This is my blood right. This is, this is, I have the only right to rule this kingdom. You are a usurper king, you, Peleus. You, yeah, you are a usurper, but listen, mm-hmm. take Take your riches, take your flock, get out of here, but leave me the scepter and the throne, and I shall rule fairly here. 
Right, this is actually really like generous of Jason. He's like, yo, keep your keep your money, keep your lands, keep your riches. Keep your riches, Just keep your flocks. Give me the title of king. And get the fuck out. And get the fuck out. Like live in peace in the countryside, you know? Retire. And Pelleas is like, oh hell no, son. So he's well, in the his thing. mind, but Pelleas is like, I understand, Jason. You are the rightful ruler. You're right, but only the rightful ruler can be proven by this impossible task. That's how you hold on to your throne, guys. You give impossible tasks, but spoiler alert, that's not how you hold on to your throne. No. So he's basically like, listen, there was this thing that belonged to Greece that no longer belongs to Greece. We want the golden fleece that was taken from our lands, like, I don't know, decades ago. Return to... 13, 14 minutes ago when we're talking about the Golden Fleece. Right. So he's like, bring the back the... Ram. <laughs> he's like, bring back the Golden Fleece for Greece and then I will I will abdicate my throne to you in the proper way. And Jason is like, beautiful. I love it. Let's do it. So he enlists in the help of Hera or Athena, depending on what story, but Hera, who sends out a message that all Greek heroes in the area will get an elixir of valor. You want, you want to taste that elixir of valor. Uh-oh. For glory! Fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. So obviously it draws a who's who of Greek mythology in the day. We got, no less, Hercules, who was in like his twilight years. We got Orpheus from Thrace. The, the, mas- ma- the master musician. Right? Yeah. Um, he's already been to the underworld at this point. Right. We'll get into his story later, I suppose. But he's a master musician, musician to the gods. We got the... Diocuri twins from Sparta. Dioscuri twins. Right. Who, if in case you don't know, is um, Castor and Pollux, aka Helen of Troy's brothers. They're coming to, they're like a young man at this point. Yeah. Before the Trojan War. Castor, Pollux, or Polyducus, you know. Right. But Pollux, Polyducus, same thing. Um, We have Peleus, which is Achilles' father from Thessaly. You know, Achilles of the Trojan War. Not to be confused, but Peleus. Peleus. King of Thessaly. Right. Peleus. Pelias. Pele- Peleus, Pelias. There's two different guys. Right. Not to be confused, Pallas. So in addition more. to the who's who, we have the Borealis boys. <laughs> uh, the Boreas boys. The Boreas boys! Uh, Calais and Cetes. They're you basically the, the sons of the North Wind, so they're practically demigods in their own right. Yeah, North Wind, he's some sort of god, titan type force of nature. He's Boreas. He's the North Wind. He's the, most, he's the strongest he's, wind he, of the North Direction. Of the direction. Yeah, he's Boreas. Like, you talk about the old North Wind. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him. So we also have Malager from Caldon... The, Cal- the Calidon... The... The Calidion. The, the Caldonian Calidion yes. boar. You got Malager. We'll get into him later as well. He's got an interesting story. But, but along with the Caldonian Calidion boar... Mm-hmm. Along with Maligar, you got Atalanta. Atalanta, the only female on the troop. She's the only female. She's like one of the few female, the only female heroes of Greek antiquity. And she's fantastic, and I'm so glad, and we'll get into her story later because it's so great. But basically, she's like the best huntress around, raised by bears, fastest in foot races. She's Atlantia, and she is ready to rumble. Yeah, Atalanta is ready to rumble. She's a lady raised by bears. She can hold her own. She can take on any. Uh, she she stands she stands her ground with any 
any of these... Uh, any of these boys. Any of these demigod boys on this trip. Right. Oh, and also we have Helias, which is Hercules' is basically squire. Hylas. Yeah, Hylas, yeah. sorry. Um, his, like, young boy squirler that accompanies the grand hero Hercules. Kind of like any hero you can think of, like... Pretty much. The Argos could hold... So basically the Argo, which was built by the master craftsman Argos, could hold... It, like the city of Argos is a lot of Argo. It, it's a lot of Argo going on. Yeah. It could hold, like, 50 men. So we got the who's who of Greek antiquity with us here today. They're, they're all here. It's Avengers Assemble. It's so good. The, the timelines kind of cross over like, this could be the middle, this could be the end or the middle of Hercules' uh, labors. Labors. Right? This, you know, this could involve all it's like sorts a really, of It's like a really young Castor and Pollux before they get into the Trojan this War. Is, this is pre-Trojan War. They're Trojan like War 12. has definitely not happened because yeah, these exactly. guys are alive. Oh my god, it's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, we got this all going on at the same time. It's fantastic and so many here. It's like a fan fiction of heroes from Greek antiquity and I love it. So basically they all get ready to go and sure enough Jason is the one leading them and off they go. So they came upon the island of Lemnos which is actually an all-female island not to be confused with the Amazons that actually murdered all the men except for the king who was the father of the ruler Hippolytia. Kind of, kind of the leader of these ladies. So uh, let me just take a step back. These ladies, uh, they kind of, they, they faltered in their worship of the goddess Aphrodite. And it led to some strife between the men and the women of the island. And uh, So the ladies were just like, you know what? Just do away with the men. And I fully agree with that. They're like, fuck the patriarchy. So they, yeah, they killed. Smash the patriarchy. They killed all the men. But uh, one of their leaders, uh, Hypsipoli, she, uh, she, her, her, her dad, you know, her father was one of the goodies. He was, one he was of the a king. And so she actually takes um like empathy on him. She she's like, hey, 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 don't kill this one. Just push him out in the box. He's alright. Yeah, so she actually just like puts him in a chest and sets him out to sea. Huh. Sounds real familiar to the Perseus episode. Look at that crossover. So he's off to sea. They're ruling the kingdom of women. And so this is where the Argo finds themselves. They actually are pretty warmly welcomed though. Yeah, the old Hypsipoli's father, the old king, uh, he he lands safely elsewhere, you sure. know. And uh yeah. The Argos comes across the, the the Argo comes across the island of Lemnos, and uh, actually they they have a pretty good time with it, Sibylla and them. Yeah, they actually like restock their boats, but then as soon as that's done, they're like GTFO, Boros, and the and the Argonauts are like, you're right, bye. I mean, depending on the version, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I it's... like to believe they're fully independent women who are not drawn into the men of the not, crew. Not, not a ship full of fifty sex crazed men, sexy yeah. demigod. Man, no. no. So this island ladies, of ladies would totally not want anything to do with that. God, right? So these ladies are like, yo, you restocked your ship, now GTFO, we got a good thing going here. You mean Zeus, Bye. right? So Argo goes away, and they land on another island, which I can never remember the name of. What is it? With the nymphs? Oh, well, it doesn't really matter. Argo is on another island, uh, Mycenaeans or whatever. So they land on a different island, Mycenaeans, and uh, Hylas, this is uh, this is Hercules' uh, squire, squire boy. boy. You, you know, know. His, 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 his boy toy. His little Greek boy toy at the time. Hylas. Hylas, and Hylas is pretty. Hylas is, he man. He's, a, he's he, an attractive young he, man. He man pretty, and uh, he filling up a jug 
for Herc, you know, he's filling up the, the, the water jug. Yeah, and a nice clean stream, and he's doing that. And then a water nymph sees him and is like, boy, that boy pretty, I'm going to steal a kiss. That that pretty boy, I'm going yeah. to steal a pretty kiss from that pretty boy. Right, and, and so when you get kissed by a water nymph, here's the thing, you drown. A seal sings about it. It's a kiss from a rose. Mm-hmm. So Hylius is just gone, and Hercules loses his absolute fucking mind. Yeah, Hercules is done with this fucking trip. He's right. done with the Argos. He's done He's like, with Jason. Screw the Argonauts. I gotta go find Hylus, my boy. Excuse my boy! I, my boy! Hylus is gone! I, 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 Jason, screw you. Screw you. How dare you? Hylus is gone, Jason. Hylus is gone. Well, screw your journey for your golden fleece. I need right. to find Hylus. Right, so Hercules is O-U-T out, and he's gone from there. They decide to leave without old man Hercules. Achilles and continue on their way. So, Down one super popular demigod, let's keep going. I mean, in some versions, I mean, you know, this could have been Hercules in the middle of his labor, so he just continues on with his labors from here. They, you know. Right, or it's like after his labor, I don't know. It's, they, it's they, all screwy. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all screwy timelines, you know, retconning, all that. Right. Um, you know, Hercules, the point is, Hercules does very... He's, he's done as far ver- as his myth goes. Very famously leaves the, the group, leaves the Argos group. Right. So he's gone, and they leave the island. Island, they continue on their merry way. Yeah, so they sail, they come sail, sail. away. Sail! Sail! Yeah, from AWOL Nation. It's a they, good song. They sail from the, from the AWOL Nation, they sail <laughs> to Salmodessus uh, in Thrace. You, you guys might know might not know Salmodessus, but you know You know Thrace. You, you know Thrace. Yeah, you, you, you know, know Thrace. Thrace. Uh, so they they sail and they find this old sickly looking prophet dude. You know he's a prophet. Maybe maybe he's a king around. They there. see him coming around the corner like ah, and he's like no no don't worry don't worry I'm like, just a prophet. I'm, and I'm like oh Jesus Christ thank God we thought we were you were a zombie. I'm we're just gonna... I'm just so hungry. Right, I'm so hungry. I'm and they're hunky. like, what do you mean? This island is, like, beautiful. There should be food there's around food here. There's food everywhere. And, he's and like, there's this, like, giant banquet table set out for you, old man. He's like, not for me. So he, he demonstrates. He's like, yo, listen, this is what's going on. I need to sit down and show you what happens. So he sits down at this banquet table that is beautifully stocked and, with, like, everything oh, you could want. It's got lamb. It's got beef. It's got the good stuff. It's, it's got, got turkeys from America. So it's haven't been discovered yet. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just flowing, it's flowing great. with wine and oil and grappa. It's all good. Right, mashed potatoes are there. Don't ask me. So he's sitting down to this meal, and as he's about to bring the fork to his lips, screeching from above, the harpies, women who have like eagle bodies and women heads, scream down from the sky and land on like on the table, and then just in front of him, as he's about to bring the fork to his mouth, they just. Shit. They just shit all over it. They throw up on it. It's disgusting. What a terrible fortune to have. Like, you, you, all the food you All eat, the food you have will be fouled by harps, harpies. Harpies are just... The gonna, hounds of Zeus. They, the hounds of Zeus are just gonna shit on your day. Shit Literally. Because it says they fouled his food by, like, terrible stench. They fucking shit on it. They shit on they it. They shit on it. They threw up on they it. They shit on Phineas's food. And they, 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 and they I, laughed. And they laughed. And by extension, they shit on on Phineas, and by extension of that, Zeus shit on Phineas. And that's actually very poignant, because Phineas was hated by Zeus. He was a, he, you know why? Because he was a good prophet. He, he was a great prophet. He saw shit before it was going to happen, and what kind, what kind of shit did he see? So basically, with 
Zeus is concerned, he saw all of Zeus's affairs before they even happened, and he reported them straight to Hera, who, as we know, is the jealous wife of all jealous wives. And I so mean, Zeus is the philandering husband of all philandering husbands. Oh, 100%. So Hera cockblocked him in the future, which Zeus was not happy about, and it was having none of it. Zeus is like, oh, I'm gonna go take a shower. And she's like, a motherfucking golden shower? No, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. Phineas told me. And Zeus is like, God fucking damn it. So Zeus... Fine, I'm gonna just go for a little fly as a swan. And she's like, no, you no, fucking you don't. Yeah. So Hera was in on all of it. Zeus was pissed at Phineas for basically blowing his cover before it even happened. Not cool, dude. Right. Caught blocking him before it happened. So he cursed Phineas to forever suffer eternal hunger while his harpies my, shit on his food. You shit on my day? You shit on... You metaphorically shit on, on Zeus getting some? So I'm a, I'm a shit... I'm a literally shit on you eating. Right. So Phineas was like, hey, Argonauts, can you help me while you're here? I Argo- really need help. Argonauts... I I'm haven't like- had a decent non-shit meal in so many years. I'm really fucking hungry. Like, I, I, I've been surviving off a- of some shitty harpy meals. I had a Ritz cracker and that's all I could get in my mouth and it's the most tasteless thing ever. I want a happy meal, not a harpy meal. <laughs> so the Argonians were... Or <laughs> Jason and the Argonians. The were, Argonauts, I'm sorry. The Argonauts were like, sure, we'll help you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, I'm- While we're here, might as well. We're heroes. What up? So the... Uh, Boreas boys. Boreas boys! Boreas boys! Took to the skies. Again, these are the son of the North Wind. The sons of the North Wind. Them Boreas boys are at it again. Uh, so they can fly. They're super fast. They're demigods in their own right. They take to the skies in order to take down the harpies. However, they get word from their aunt, Aurora, who is the dawn sky, who says, yo, don't shoot down the harpies because otherwise Zeus is going to be mighty pissed at you. And they're like, Sounds good, G. What do we do? And Aurora's like, I got you. So she says that she promises with her god might that the harpies will not hurt Phineas. And they're like, why didn't you do that in the first place? Oh. And she's like, I never had a reason. She takes Jeez. she takes an oath on the sticks. Like, she, this is the one oath. This is the oath. unbreakable oath. Like, listen, listen. Those hounds of Zeus, the harpies, are going to stop shitting off Phineas's food. Phineas can finally eat again, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had promise. the power to do this all along, but I never had the proper motivation. I never had the motivation. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Shell and Phineas. Sure, what ifs? I got many other things going Phineas on. Phineas ain't complaining I bring me. the dawn of every day. Yeah. What do you do? Nothing. So she makes this unbreakable vow, and like and like clockwork, you know, them harpies can't shit on Phineas's food no more. Right, so Phineas tests it out. He sits at this gourmet banquet table that Zeus puts there to, you know, tantalize him every day, and he brings the fork to his mouth, fully expecting a mouthful of shit, and and then taste the beautiful deliciousness of Cinnabon Cinnabon. It's lamb. It's the other, other, it's the other red meat. Cinnabon other- Cinnamon rolls. And it's like, this is the best shit I've ever had. <laughs> we have two different ideas of this banquet. Listen, I just want an entire banquet of Cinnabon. And I will, like the middle bits. Ah, oh, so good. Give me all your cinnamon and icing. So Phineas, that does sound delicious, right? <laughs> right. So, so Phineas has this feast, and he's he's a cinnabon. Phineas is a happy boy now because he was a hungry boy, and he was a hangry boy, and all these things. But thanks to the Boreas boys, Phineas can finally get some 
food, and he eats and eats, and he feels much better. Right, he's much more amiable to be like, yo, Argonauts, I got some, I got some mad... Chase, 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 fellas, I got some mad prophecies to lay down. Right, let me help you out, because you guys help me, I'll do you a good turn. So there are these these fucking smashing rocks, right? They're just smashing. Yeah. They're They're smashing pumpkins all up in here. (laughs) So these smashing rocks. They're the smashing pumpkins, but they're boulders, they're rocks. They're they're basically mountains just fighting with each other. They're a very difficult uh, terrain to navigate through sea. And I guess you can't sail around them because that would be too easy so you gotta sail between them but here's the thing you can't sail between the smashing pumpkins you can't you know tonight tonight they will wreck you so the smashing rocks which are basically mountains of the sea he's like here's the thing what you gotta do is you gotta get a dove don't ask me where you're getting the dove that's on you you gotta get the dove and you gotta let it go like arc style and you listen what it sounds like when doves cry right but it's not <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not, because that dove, if it goes through the smashing rocks safely, then you're good to cross. You follow the path of the dove. Like, if the dove can make it, then you know you can if make it. If the dove dies by being crushed to a pulp, you better hope you have multiple doves, he says. Breed your doves now. You definitely, you bring more than one dove to, this, to the smashing rocks. Right? Because, like, I don't know, you release the dove and he gets smashed. What do you do? You He's wait get, for another gets, dove. Get smashed immediately. Like, don't go around these rocks. You got gotta go through them. I don't know why. Don't ask me. Listen, when you have a problem, when you have an obstacle, when you have smashing rocks in front of you, you push on. You push through those rocks. You find your dove and you follow their path. You know, it would be much, much easier to just go around. No, you push through. So he's like, alright. You ain't a bitch. You a boat full of demigod boys. Are you not? Are you a boat full of bitches? And they say, we're a boat full of demigod boys. And they take off. And they have their dove. Probably from the island. I don't know. Unless they spontaneously came upon a dove and they let the dove go. There be doves flying sometimes, you know. You, you just catch them out of the air with Spider-Man power. A scientist will maybe be like, hey, that's an albatross. I'm like, it's a dove. Fuck you, science man. <laughs> oh my god, a dove and an albatross are so different from each other. White birds flying when Excuse you're overseas. you, it's like a foot wingspan and like a six foot wingspan. Those are two totally different birds. You tell that to the antiquities. God, right? So basically they let go of an albatross. No, it's a dove. It's and then it flies through the rocks. How, it's, it's a pretty they, big difference. Yeah, right? So they see these rocks crashing into each other and like, those must be the crashing rocks. We can't go around because, I don't know, I guess the world ends. So we gotta go between them. It's a straight, you know, you go around, what the fuck, it's land. You're not gonna go through it. You gotta go, you gotta go through. They should've just gone around, really. No, no, well, you sail, sail no, around. No, they should've just gone around. You sail around all of, uh, the fuck, it's a fucking It would've been another day, it's nothing to that. No, it's, it's absolutely an impediment. Right. So basically, they release the dove, and they're like, fly, dove, fly. Spread your wings. Lead us down the path of righteousness. That's what doves goes, do. That's a lot of pressure, but I'll try my best. That's what doves do. That's what they do. They're, they're they're angels in disguise. They're good under pressure. Right. So this dove zooms. It's fastest. It's going. It's going fast. The rocks are closing in on it. It's like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. I'm pumping my wings. I'm pumping my wings. And it crashes through. And just as it makes it through, the rocks slam on its little tail feathers. So it's like, ay! 
and it's struggling and struggling. It's like, guys, I think it's okay, but it was a really close one. He made it. He made it close, though, but he made it. It was that's by the important. tail feathers. He made it. That's what's important. And Jason, so Jason and the Argonauts were like, good enough for us. Yeah, Jason the Argonauti boys. Fuck, if, a, if a fucking pigeon could get through, our boat certainly can. <laughs> fucking sea pigeon made it, and he's fi- barely a scratch. He's uh, tail feathers. He's like, he's like fanning his tail feathers that are just on fire for some reason. Barely a scratch. Right. You know, you know, we, uh, the, we Argo, the Argo can make it if a small white bird of peace can make a it. A bird that's like maybe a couple of like inches long versus oh. an entire ship that can hold 50 men. You know, same difference. Same difference. Let's fucking do it. So they bum rush it, right? Yeah. They the, bum rush they, it. They go through it Jason's like a dog. Jason's like lower the sails, get like the Borealis boys blowing the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like super go in, jet speed through. They the follow they follow crash. the path of the dove. They do. The rocks crash, and similarly to the rocks crashing on the dovetails, it crashes the bottom of their boat. Well, no, not the bot not the bottom of the boat, the back of the boat. Right. It gets it gets like the tail end of the boat. Hey. Not not enough yeah, it's exactly the equivalent of the dovetail feathers. Like the dove Who made it, not coming. The dove made it out fine and could continue on his journeys, Barely. but he did get nipped in the butt. And that's that's exactly what happened to Jason and the Argonauti boys. They, their, their ship. Those naughty boys. The Argo, you know, it got nipped in the butt, but it could still sail. Right. It could still like, sail. It's like that scene from SpongeBob. It's like, you're good. You're good. You're good. Back you go. Back you go. No, they have the Flying Dutchman. And it's like, you're good. You're good. And he's just scraping along. And then at the end, it's just like timbers. They're like, don't worry, Captain. We'll buff out those scratches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's entirely what happened. Entirely someone on board. Is don't worry, Jason. Some demigod's like, scratches. don't worry, Jason. We'll buff that out. And it's like half the boat is there. And Jason's like, all right, I guess we're continuing on. All right. So we will pick up next time with an amazing conclusion to this happens we're actually gonna get to the golden fleece it's gonna be great yeah we are we're really only halfway through the, through jason's story they haven't even gone to the island guys they, yeah they have not re, they have not yet succeeded in the quest they've but not boy what a journey it's been what a journey it's been i mean you gotta think about jason and uh, assembling the avengers and the this. avengers of antiquity which is so good i love how like people decided that gods of like demigods all of these, the time all these heroes and demigods yeah if it was like i guess they're alive around then. Let's he's just like, stick them in here. It's like far-flung parts of Greece. Like, right? they really all gather together for this quest. And like, it's like, fuck, it's everyone who's everyone. And they're really helpful. And they're like, no, we're going to do this quest Except together. Except for Hercules that's like, my boy's gone, so I'm just going to abandon everybody. Hercules Peace. is helpful for a while, but he's got other shit to do, and he's got to find his boy. He's got to find his lover, you know, what yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so we, we're going to catch you up next time on... The actual Golden Fleece part. We're going to catch the Medea, the best of the best. Yeah. So be prepared for that. Yeah, get ready for Tyler Euripides Perry's Medea. Medea's House of Horror. Medea's Xmas. Medea's Med- Med- Medea's family uh, reunion. Medea's patricide. Medea's filicide. That's right. Medea's played si- by Medea's siblicide. Uh, you know all the yeah. Yeah, Medea is played by comedian extraordinaire Tyler Perry. So keep that in mind as you listen to the next episode. Yeah, no, get ready for it. And uh, imagine Jason as you will, but Medea is Tyler Perry in drag. And and then you know for this episode we got we got to talk about it. We got prepared for that golden fleece. You we know. did. We 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 drank up on our uh, on our wine. <laughs> we got ready. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm sipping some red wine as we speak. It's not uh, Chianti, but it'll do. 
You know, it's, it's not Greek, but it'll do. And, and you know what? We we had we had lamb. We had lamb. For, we we, we ate, had the golden fleece of a, lamb. We had a nice uh, rosemary lamb, some it potatoes. Was it was, I recommend. It was, it was very very delicious. It was it itself was cooked in some wine. You know, we really tried to get in the spirit That's of right. catching this golden fleece to snatch that fleece. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, tune in next time for the epic conclusion. Oh my god. It's so good. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. And continue to spread the word. Tell people on all your social media. I know. You guys have been doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much for spreading the word. We've gotten a huge follower count on Instagram, and it's slowly growing on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you guys so much. Continue to spread the word. We really appreciate and it. And not just that. And get people to subscribe. Get people to rate. Get comment. Like, that's where we're really shining. Like, get... Continue to spread the word. You I know, guys. it's amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We are really excited to continue spreading this. That's right. And we will see you guys next time with the epic conclusion of Jason and the Argo Naughty Boys. Ba, 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 ba.